Derek Moneyberg here. Black Friday is right around the corner, and this year, I'm gonna do something that I've never done before. I'm going live on an exclusive Black Friday Q&A training session this Sunday. If you aren't dead serious about building your future success, that's okay, don't come. You don't wanna be around those people anyway. But during the call, I will reveal the best Black Friday offer that we have ever put together. I'll give everyone who is live on the call the opportunity to secure a special version of that offer that is not available to anyone else. That being said, you do not want to miss this. Additionally, on this call, I'm going to take a chunk of the time to relentlessly answer your specific questions. If you have an intelligent question that you want answered live, click that link, register, and send it to me via email. I'll see you on the call. I currently sell uh, enterprise software at a very fast growth tech company and they have 60,000 pounds saved. How do, I decide, how do I decide what product or service to pursue as a side hustle? There's uh, so many available venues, there's so many available avenues that I'm lost where to start. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're already ahead of it because you got the sales down, you know, you have the sales experience. You know, creating your own, creating your own SaaS company is gonna be uh, a large endeavor, you know, so if you're interested in physical products, I can speak on that. Um, so I'll go back to my examples of my, my first two failures. I did an app company because it was new and hot. You know, the app, mark, app store was hot. And the supplement company because I heard everyone else was making money on it. Totally failed at that, right? Because I wasn't passionate about it. It was, it was kind of a grind for me to do every day. So what I would say was, you know, kind of what the previous conversation we had uh, with, with the gentleman in the audience was, you know, identify what you're really passionate about, you know, and then, and then see, identify what you're passionate about, identify problems, and then, and then look at the market. You know, if you want to actually throw up an example, I can, I can maybe give you some thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, identify what you're, what you're already good at and leverage that from good to great. Patrick says, uh, I've taken training on trading options and they focused on a few key indicators price earnings ratio, uh, W patterns, M patterns, candlesticks, etc. Mm -hmm. I have the feeling there's more to it than that. <laughs> <laughs> what are the biggest blind spots I'm facing? And what should I, what are those things that, uh, to focus on as I trade options? Thank you. And, you know, th I can't say this a different way. So Patrick, I, I hope that you're smart enough to catch this. Some people won't be. Half the people on here are smart enough to understand they, they're, they're capable of complex thought. Half of them are gonna do shit. Half of them are gonna, they're gonna swim and piss their whole life. They're gonna lie to themselves that it's uh, you know, a, a ray of sunshine. I'm, I'm surrounded by yellow. It's golden sunshine. No, it's piss. It's piss. And you know, it depends what half you're in, Patrick, but you were smart enough to get some help with it, so maybe you'll take more. Patrick, I spent a third of a century thinking about how markets fit together, thinking about entrepreneurship, thinking about how to add value in this context, that context, and you know, every, every little petty entrepreneurial thing that I did as a kid, um, you know, through very complex things and you know, ad advising people that had multi-billion dollar net worth, um, building companies, you know, eight, nine figures. Uh, my friend's company that many of you know, is, you know, it's done hundreds of millions, plural, hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. Um, I was around that for 17 years. So, any case, uh, there's no shortcut. The shortcut is what I'm about to tell you, Patrick. The shortcut is that you have to understand how all the pieces fit together. You have to understand, you know, 
what the fuck do you think options trading? How can you trade options successfully without understanding what the underlying asset is and how that asset would relate to all the other assets in the fucking global economy? All the other assets, you know, the, if, if you don't understand the interplay between those things, like, how would that be? Like, how would that be? Like, you know, I, I spent nine years in university and, you know, more than 30 years thinking about these sort of things outside of university. There, there's people in the room here, there's several people with doctorate degrees in the room, several attorneys, several tech guys. Um, you know, one, one of my guys here has a, a PhD in economics, is like, you know, could you just take a, could you just look at a PE ratio and a, a, a couple candlesticks and a W or M and say, oh, clearly the global economy is going to do this in the next few seconds. How the fuck would you, you know, I mean, so, and I, I don't mean this as an insult, Patrick, because, you know, it's just one of those things, it's like, it's just a learning process in life. So I don't mean that, what I'm saying, I don't mean as an insult, but it's, 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 it's what you're describing is such limited information that you, you can't make, you don't have enough information to make an informed decision. Uh, you know, what, what you're saying is eventually, is, is, is essentially like voodoo medicine, like if I throw a couple chicken bones in the pot and two of them are overlapping, you know, then I should sell. And if I throw the chicken bones in the, in the fucking pot and, uh, you know, none of them are overlapping, they, they happen to be, disperse themselves around the edges, that's a buy indicator. I mean, what you're saying is essentially that, and in any other context, you, you would know that that's laughable. And again, I don't, mean, I don't say this to insult you, but you, know, that you, you simply don't have enough information to make an informed decision with what you're, you're describing here. And, I, and I'll stress again that the, the, this trading thing, I don't, I don't mean to say that trading is a scam, because it's not, but you know, most money, there's, this is well documented, that most money is made outside of market hours. It's not buying something, you know, it's not day trading, and I know options is a different thing, okay? So you said trading options, you didn't say investing in options, you said trading options. So you know, these, these traders that think they're so fucking brilliant, they think they're smarter than, uh, you know, I, I went to the number one econ school in the world and the number two finance school, all right? And my MBA program was ranked number one out of 416 in our country. So, and I'll, I'll tell you what, even the things I learned through that MBA program, I had to learn a lot of other things outside of that program because that's not enough. And my professor is that everybody has a PhD or a few hundred million dollars or you don't get to be a professor there, you know. They learned a lot of things elsewhere. So, it, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to make more sophisticated decisions as a trader than, than all the algorithms out there that, you know, people that have billions of dollars in their funds and they're paying some of the smartest engineers and smartest mathematicians in the world to, to backtest things and, and fucking, you know, readjust the algorithm in perpetuity. Like, you're not smarter than that, dude. Nobody is. I'm not either. Nobody's smarter than that. You're not smarter than them. They can pay hundreds of engineers to build extraordinarily complex things that can think more accurately and more quickly than you. So that the idea that you're going to make a lot of money as a trader is extraordinarily asinine. And again, I don't mean to insult you personally. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot better things out there. Back to that idea about market hours is that if you think of the, you know, the 168 hours in the week, 168 hours in the week, and you could say pre-market, post-market, whatever, but, you know, during normal market hours that somebody is trading is, you know, a quarter of the week. It's less than, what, 25% of the week. All right, so 
you don't need to know much more than this. It's like, well, you know, at least 75% of the news is happening in that other 75% of the week. As the global economy is churning and things change moment to moment in the world, the, the news is happening, at least seven, more than 75% of the news is happening outside market hours. And those are the things that are gonna affect the fucking, the, the underlying assets. So the idea that you're gonna trade it better than, the, you know, you're smarter than, than the best econ PhDs, the best finance PhDs, the best mathematicians, the best programmers in the world, and you're gonna outperform all of those groups just because you're fucking you, uh, it's, it's, it's just not a realistic idea. It's, just, it's not reality, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And the worst thing that could happen is you could make a little bit of money in the short term and then, and then perceive this gambling is a, an actual business or an actual sustainable thing. It's just not gonna happen. It's not reality. So, look, you can make a lot of money in the markets, but you know, the richest people are there. Why doesn't why doesn't Elon fucking you know buy and sell his own stock a lot? Or why doesn't uh, why doesn't fucking uh, Bezos buy or sell it? Why does he just hold it in it forever? Why do these guys just hold their stock forever? Why does Buffett buy things you know decades ago? Still owns Coca Cola for forty years, never sold it. It's like oh because. The, the real money that's made in a marketplace is it's made over time. It's made over time that if, if you don't understand an asset well enough to have a, you know, a, a long-term time horizon say, I believe this asset will do very well over time. If you don't believe in it enough for that, you know, it's like if it, goes, if it was two ticks up, then you, then you sell it and then buy some more if it ticks down once or twice. It's like like you, you, a person that does that doesn't really understand the underlying assets or how it's related to the rest of the global economy. And there, there's no short, what I'm giving you is the shortcut. That program right there is the shortcut that I spent 30 years thinking about and, and spent the last many months putting together for you. Um, that's where the smart people are gonna be that I can explain over nine weeks and over, and, and this, this is not a leisurely program by the way. So for, the, for those that are involved in that, it's like, well how, you guys are all in this, in my other mentoring program, all right? Many of you, how many of you can be in the stock program too? How many people are involved in that? So, you know, Everyone, in the, I'll, I'll accept one. I'll accept one. <laughs> he's going to be in my real estate program, no doubt, because he's a real for estate sure, guy. For sure. Yeah, I believe you will. I don't know if you are already, but I imagine you will. But, um, guys, there's what, how many how many hours did you spend? How, do, how many like hours per week? How many hours were you spending on you know um, readings, assignments, and then our time together? How many hours per week were you spending on this program? 15, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Yeah, fifteen to twenty. You got a bunch of entrepreneurs, tech geniuses, and uh, PhDs and doctors, et cetera, in here. It took them 15, 20 hours a week. These are not leisurely programs. What I create for you guys, these are not leisurely programs. It's not something, that's, oh, I'll just dabble around a little bit and then I'll have all the answers. No, you're just like them. If you're, if you're a smart and motivated person, if you're above average in intelligence and above average in motivation, then you could spend 15 or 20 hours a week but did you learn a lot of shit? Was that, was that time well spent? They showed, they showed up here, so I think they enjoyed it. It's definitely not busy work. No, it's not, yeah, it's not busy work. It's not busy work. It's like, you know, you're gonna have to spend a couple hundred hours to understand, uh, if you wanna understand the global economy with, with any depth or precision, it's gonna take a couple hundred hours of thinking about that to, to then be able to make, that's just telling you how to make assessments in the future. How to understand, you know, various asset classes, uh, you know, how they might trade, cyclical nature of some things. Um, you know, it's, it's too much to talk about in a short time frame. 
it's too much to talk about in a short time frame. But for for the pittance of money, like if you're if you're an above average, in, you know, if you're an average intelligent person with a well above average work ethic, you're going to make a lot more money than that back, and you know, and you get to compound that over time. And the, the reason we learn things when we're young, the reason you went to school as a child instead of living your life as a dumbass and then going to school in your 60s. Wouldn't it be more fun to go play when you were a little kid? Wouldn't it have been more fun to just go play and piss in the sandbox and yeah. whatever else one might have done? I imagine you were a sandbox pisser as a child. Yeah. I tried it once. It's, I can visualize it right now. Um, instead of pissing in the fucking sandbox, bro, it's like, you know, you went to school and you learned some shit like how to tie your shoe, how to use a phone. And then you get to compound that knowledge over time to not be socially ostracized and also to get industrious, productive things done in your life. And this is one of those type of things. It's like the sooner you learn about this, the, the less time you're wasted. And it's not, it's not what your current time, you know, it's not the current value of your time. It's the future value of your time. It's the future value of your time. All those extra wasted months, wasted years doing okay when you could have been doing fantastic.